everybody. I'm Trish, and Heather and I are back for our first podcast in our summer series. And today, Heather's going to talk about summer cookouts. Heather and I are two fit models with near identical size six body measurements, and we've been paid to maintain those exact measurements under contract for a span of 20 plus years. We're writing a book called Paid to Be Perfect to share what we've learned over those 20 plus years in an effort to help you find your own version of perfect. We hope our book will be out later this year, but in the meantime, we're sharing what works for us right now. So Heather, what do you like to eat at your summer cookouts? Well, first off, uh, as we ease out of quarantine life and out into the yards of our friends and neighbors, it's officially time to kick off the summer with cookouts. But before I talk about what I eat exactly, the first thing I want to mention, because it's this Friday the 19th, is Juneteenth. Trish, have you ever celebrated Juneteenth? I have not. What is Juneteenth? Well, I think Juneteenth is important to mention right now because it's a national celebration of the end of slavery. So even if it's something you've never done or it's not one of your normal summer traditions, maybe consider celebrating Juneteenth as something fun and positive to do this year or take the opportunity to learn about it if you haven't already. There's also Father's Day coming up right after that. So yeah, all the better to get the girl out and have some fun. The second thing I want to mention before food is summer drinks. Consider bringing or serving plain or flavored sparkling water so you don't end up drinking all of your calories. I absolutely hate pop or soda, if you call it that, depending on where you're listening to this from. Why specifically don't you like pop? Because it's horrible for you. Do you like pop? No, um, no. no. we allow it in very small um, portions here and there. Uh, if Paul and I are having an alcoholic beverage, we'll allow the kids to have a, a Sprite or if we're on vacation, something like that. Me too. If Luke's at a birthday party or, you know, once in a blue moon uh, at a restaurant, but not often at all. And uh, for pop, I'm talking about Pepsi, Coke, Sprite, 7-Up, all of them. All of those sugary drinks or even the diet ones are filled with additives your body doesn't need. So I don't drink those and I haven't for years. Of course, I did grow up on all of those, including Mountain Dew, Dr. Pepper, and Big Red. Remember those? Yeah. yeah. And they, yeah. they actually have more than a full day's worth of sugar. Like if you look at the American Heart Association recommendation for daily amount of, um, of what they recommend to stay under for sugar consumption, a can of Sprite or Coke has more than that. So it's more That's than too much. Yes. That's yes. Right. <laughs> well, and I also heard a story a while back about how you can pour a can of Coke down a drain and then it can actually can clear a clog from a drain. That's disgusting. Yes. So why? Yeah. Why would you want to pour a can of Coke down your throat? You know, if it no. can clear a drain. No. And I've heard that it, it'll take like the corrosion off of the top of a, a batteries like that where they get can where a um, battery gets connected, the wires, the that it gets corroded and you can actually put soda right on top of it and eats the uh, corrosion away. Yeah. <laughs> don't do that. Don't drink it. No. Um, well, I don't know if any of those stories are true, but if I'm eating sugar, it's going to be in the form of something I can eat and enjoy, or even in the form of a glass of wine rather than pop. Pop has become one of those things I can't believe I ever drank. And as far as wine goes, I don't drink any alcohol on an empty stomach or out in the heat anymore. It's just a recipe for disaster for me, especially in the hot days of summer. I feel it pretty much immediately if I do that. And I'm just too old to metabolize all that alcohol without some food in my system or without drinking plenty of water first to make sure I'm hydrated. 
So the bottom line is alcohol and pop or calories your body doesn't need. So drink lots of sparkling water or club soda or at any cookout or any party. There are so many fun flavors to choose from and sparkling water really does quench your thirst when you're out in the heat in the summer. You can also put some bitters in your club soda to make it like a grown-up drink too if, uh, if you want to do that because it's really yummy. And now the last thing I'll talk about is cookout food. I don't eat traditional barbecue or any meat on the grill. So this is funny that I'm the one doing this topic, but I think it's also good because it's a more non-traditional approach to summer cookouts since I eat a whole food plant-based diet. So I feel like this podcast should probably be titled summer barbecue when you don't eat barbecue. (laughs) So when I show up to a summer party, the options are to either bring my own veggie burgers or veggie dogs to grill out or to rely on the sides. I've done both options over the years, although now people usually do have vegetarian options at cookouts. I was the odd man out years ago, but now I rarely have to rely on bringing myself plant food options to eat because more and more people are eating plant-based diets. For the self, grilled veggies also work. One thing you can do is put them on a bun to make a sandwich. I've done that with coleslaw too. Just put a scoop on a bun and call it a meal. And you can add some cheese if you do dairy. Throwing veggies or side on a bun sometimes doesn't add up to the veggie sandwich of your dreams, but it's something to do when there aren't a lot of choices. Yes. Uh, And do you find that veggies actually fill you up? No, just veggies don't fill you up, but they are a good side to eat. Uh, If I'm not doing a veggie burger or veggie dog, I generally prefer a more substantial side, like a big bean salad or a potato salad. I can always bring something like that myself to share in lieu of doing something on the grill because those options are really yummy and filling. Beans and potatoes are great go-tos for outdoor summer cookouts or any gathering. Corn is awesome too. Corn on the cob is one of my favorite things at a cookout. I'll also for sure eat pasta salad if that's served, even though that's something I don't eat at home very much. One thing I sometimes do before attending a party that I know there won't be anything I like there to eat is I'll do a smoothie first before I leave my house. Then I can just have a few sides of the cookout or the party. That can be really helpful if you have a lot of events going on that week and you don't want to get completely sidetracked during a meal, like for the 4th of July week when there are a lot of gatherings or even around Christmas time when you're out and about and you don't want to eat what's being served at all the various events that are happening. Uh, The main thing is to plan the cookout into your weekly treats. If you're going to eat the things you don't normally eat, like pasta salad or white bread processed buns and of course dessert like s'mores or whatever I definitely eat those things at cookouts but I eat my healthy foods uh, at home we're doing another podcast this summer where we get into healthy carb options and we can talk about all that in detail until then enjoy this beautiful weather we're having and get back with us next week for more Trish do you have anything you want to add then yeah I'm actually really curious to hear more about this bean or potato side dish that you make that's that you sometimes take to other cookouts tell me more about that what what goes into that well I mean I just usually throw beans in uh sometimes rice, whatever I have in the fridge, um, or better yet, I run to Whole Foods and have them make me a big bean salad, maybe, maybe a a triple bean salad, you know, three different kinds of beans and, uh, you know, whatever they have or a big, large potato salad. Um, you know, sometimes those have a little bit of dairy in them, which is fine. Um, but yeah, they're usually really yummy at places like that or giant Eagle, any grocery store, I'll go and grab a big salad to go and call it a meal. 
One one of my favorite dishes to bring to a cookout is this uh, bean and corn dish. So I don't usually do a lot of canned, well, I do canned beans, but I don't usually do a lot of canned veggies, but this is the one exception. I'll do black beans and corn, and then I'll chop up a red pepper and onion. And um, then it has this dressing. It's like um, a red wine vinegar, olive oil, garlic kind of. Oh, and I think it also has a sprinkle of sugar in it, yeah. which you can leave out, but no, not in a cookout. Delicious. Maybe I'll share that recipe later in the week. Yes, for sure. So thank you for listening, everybody, to our Paid to Be Perfect podcast summer series. Know that this is just our roadmap, what works for us, but you're you. So take from us what feels right and make it your own, however that looks for you. If you want to hear more, please like and follow our Paid to Be Perfect podcast. It's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, or even better, check us out on our Instagram account, which now has a link to our podcast in the bio. And we will have other cool direct links to our favorite things that you can access from our IG bio as well. We'll have lots of photos and ongoing tips in the IG stories. And we're also on Facebook and Twitter. Ask us questions about anything or give us your ideas for what you want to hear in future podcasts. We want this to be fun and have you guys engage with us. We want to help in whatever way we can from our corners of our homes. So stay tuned for next week's session too for paid to be podcast for our paid to be podcast and keep following for more info about our book tentatively due out this fall. Remember you're perfect.